0: All right, hey everybody, Scoots here, and uh, it's time for, uh, we haven't done one of these episodes in a while, and uh, it takes a lot of setting up, uh, because uh, people say, what? Uh, I don't know if it's been at least, maybe it's been a year or more, Uh, so let me see if I could set this up in the most sleepy and incoherent way possible. So a lot of times, you know, people say, well, how much time do you spend working on the podcast? They say, well, so it takes up uh, it's a few full-time jobs. And then people say, well, what do you do to relax? Uh, like, how does the scoots unwind? Uh, like, well, I'm still waiting for people to ask that question. So then I just have been answering it. You know, because people say, geez, with a, you know, a sleep podcast, like it must be, your life must be, when you're not doing the lulling, soothing tones, it must be like you, you're, you're like a, you're, you're almost like an international man of mystery. But without, you know, you're mysterious. Uh, Like I sing BB 8, BB 88 moves in mysterious, what did I say? Ovular ways, spherical ways. Uh, But so. They say, wow, what is it? Do you jet set? Do you, you know, are you a pre-skiing? Are you, uh, you, you know, Hollywood, uh, New York? What kind of glitz and glam is scoots into, you know, tell us, uh, oh, scooter, tell us all the adventures you go on. And I say, well, I do have one hobby. You know, when I'm not podcasting, I still am into audio and the one thing I like to do is just like, uh, now you're not going to believe this. So maybe you settle into your bed a little bit more. And, you know, let me set the stage for you. Picture, so I have my dog. Her name's Koa, K O A. And we actually share our, hot, we share a pastime, the two of us. Uh, cause they said, well, this is my best friend, my, you know, companion. always at my side. Sometimes, you know, under a table, always close to me is my sweet, sweet dog Koa. Now, this you know, there's a world full of hobbies out there, and you could find your own pastimes, your own, you know, what brings you pleasure. And you say, so Scooch, really like you're really giving us a slow sell on this. And I say, well, one is like uh, most people don't believe this. This is a hobby. And it's, yeah, it's a niche hobby. Very few people practice it, but globally, there are other people that have this hobby. Maybe some of them are imaginary. Maybe some of them are real. Uh, and so what Co and I like to do is, uh, so I have my dog there. She's on her dog bed. And it, what I do is, you know, wait till the sun has set. Uh, and I get, you know, I like to have the room, the lights down low. And I'll be sitting on the couch. Maybe I'll have my feet up on an ottoman. And Koa's there, but we're within viewing of each other, so there's no coffee table obstruction, so we can make eye contact or look at one another. Once upon a time, Koa had her own chair uh, that she sat in, too. And when she had her own chair, we were actually on the same level. But, I mean, we're always on the same level. So now even though she's on the floor... It doesn't. It hasn't impeded our enjoyment of this passing. So the lights are down, and I have the uh, like I have the speakers on, the stereo on. I don't have a stereo, but I have speakers, because I don't think st- stereo is like one of those things that's gone away. Uh, but I have like those Bluetooth speakers or internet-enabled speakers ready to go, and hopefully it's quiet, but it doesn't really get in the way. And you know, then it's kind of like a bit of a theater of the mind that they talk about when you're listening to the radio or to a sports broadcast, like baseball, or you know, audio fiction, radio play, or you know, nonfiction uh, narrative. But this is a little bit different because it's like uh, I don't know. People said of it. Uh, people have never said it's avant-garde, but uh, you know, you know. I, I don't know if the great. Uh, if the new wave was into this or not, but I, I am. So we'll sit there and what we do for an evening, this is a real evening of enjoyment. Holy cow. Does it bring me joy? Does it relax me? Does it titillate me? He's, uh, listening to Knox, uh, like, uh, that's right. K N O C K S is, uh, recorded Knox, uh, Occasionally, we'll get into other forms of knocks. But, yeah, so I listen, Ko and I, actually, not just I, not just me, by myself alone. I listen to recorded, mostly recorded knocks. Uh, Oh, you see more, tell me, oh, mostly people knocking on doors. Uh, 90% or so is humans knocking on doors. And you'd say, Scooch, you really listen to recordings of that. Uh, I don't know what to say. And I'd say, well, that's what, what, when I I was a lad and my parents, you know, started to realize I was a little bit different than the other kids uh, and wondered what my future held. Uh, They, you know, they, they, this never actually happened, but in a formative memory situation like this, uh, setting the table makes sense. You know, they did sit me down one day when I was just a boy, not even a boy. On the verge of being a late blooming boy, becoming a man, or an you know an adult uh, trying to figure out what that means. Uh, this was when I was just a boy, and they sat me down, and they you know they tried to ask me those probing questions, and I said, "Mama, Papa, one day, I like uh, you know I love knocks, Mama, Papa." Uh, and they looked at the game in that same look you're looking at, you, you know, your pillow at right now. And they said, I'm sorry, what? So your reaction is like uh, contextually perfectly reasonable. But yeah, so Cohen, I listen to recordings of people knocking on doors. I mean, that's a TLDR version right there. And that's my hobby. And with all hobbies and with the, the the internet, you know, before the internet, you would have to record your own knocks, listen to knocks and, you know, and you say, well, where does this come from, Scoots? Uh, and I'd say, well, let's just, let's not dig any deep, let's not, we don't need to get any you know, Freudian or Jungian depths here. I would say, I don't know, but maybe I just, like when I was a, I, I wasn't a very good paper boy and I didn't enjoy that, uh. So probably wasn't from that, but that's the only time I had first, you know, firsthand knocking, experiencing in the kind of manner. So I don't know, maybe, and maybe it's probably remnants from another lifetime. I lived in another universe, you know, in a parallel world or a previous world, uh, but it would have had to have been <laughs> the last few centuries when people were knocking on front doors so it could be alternative timeline that I, that, it, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know why I enjoy it so much. Uh, but yeah, basically what we do is, and as the internet has developed even more, it's made it easier for, we call ourselves knock enthusiasts, a so very simple, you know, knock fans. But knock enthusiasts is, is probably the best way to capture it and kind of put it in a sentence where there's no confusion other than was saying, you were saying Say what you're, you're a knock enthusiast, like knock. Like some people say, knock worst, I would understand, but door knocks, and I say, well, yeah, I'm into it. Uh, it is a, it's a pastime listening to it, not like that. Though, if when these episodes come up, I do say, well, I do write, uh, cover your ears, but I'll say it erotic knock fiction in my spare time under a pen name, a plumed that nom nom de plume. Uh, like, uh, so it won't ever intersect with the podcast, uh, and those are themed, uh, like, uh, my most famous one is, uh, well, there's one, did I, t- that one I couldn't put out because, uh, like knocking on heaven's door, obviously that one, uh, that's trademarked or whatever, but, uh, in knock knocking, the sequel, knock knocking on heaven's door, uh, uh which for some reason I put knock-knocking on Heaven's Door 2, and a lot of, re, you know, a lot of my voracious fans, uh, Mabel and Zeke, those are the, like they said, is he, it's, I said, oh, you're right, I didn't realize that, thank you. It's a double, whatever, double positive for my sequel. My Hollywood Knox series is, you know, that's the most uh, well-known on this podcast, uh, so anyway so so okay, so bring it back again to to uh because I don't wanna explain it for fifty minutes, even though i would uh so co and I now will listen to wave files m p threes if necessary, but uh, you know real knock enthusiasts you really want the, the 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 broadest audio spectrum possible uh, so what you would do let's just pretend you were uh, knock curious. Again, that's, just, that's available under my plumbed nom. Oh, no, that was like, that's fiction I write for myself, not even the knock fiction. Because uh, they said one day, you know, that's how we'll know who found the right one, Koa. And Koa just puts her head down. They say that's how we'll know that that's the one, you know, but... Anyway, most people are curious about my enjoyment of Nax. They're not Nax curious Okay, so where was I? Okay, oh, yeah, trying to just make, make it make sense. Uh, so you, you sit on the couch, you cue it up, uh, and you listen to NACs. Uh Now, for, for, you could listen to a sequence of NACs. uh You could listen to a themed curated collection of Nax. You could listen to a mystery-curated collection of Nax. Uh, you could listen to a mystery tape. You could listen to maybe you wanted to go down like a row, like, a, you know, construct a journey of Nax. uh But you're listening to Nax, uh, sometimes you're listening to them more than once, uh, You're and you're just enjoying all of the layers of the audio, really, and uh, the depth to it, the depth of the world, the Nax. you know, whatever... It could be as designed or as uh, natural and organic as you really want. Uh, there's an endless variety of enjoying knocks, and as so you just listen and you say, "Huh," and then Cole will look at me and I'll say, "Hmm, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, oof." And like sometimes yeah, people will use knockers. Most of the time, it's a hand on a door, rap, rap, rapping, as you know, one of the great we would presume knock enthusiasts ever. Uh, like used to say, I mean, cause you don't use a word like rap, rap, rapping unless you're a poet or a knock enthusiast or both. Um, but so yeah, we just listen and yeah, we kind of go, kind of go with it. Oh, okay. This is from, uh, you know, fan alt.fan.nox or whatever, you know, that's not a real place, but it would be something like that. And so just kick back. We'll listen to it. Uh, and enjoy it. I mean, sometimes it's passive listening. A lot more times it's like food. You know, people, how come people can like food, but liking knocks is considered, uh, it, it, it's okay to giggle and laugh at my thing, you know? It's, you know, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit different. And people will say, Scooch, are you the only person on the planet Earth that is a knock enthusiast? Uh, now I would say possibly, but, uh, I have a tale to tell you uh, because, you know, as I've been free with my love of Knox, uh, I've, uh, like, started to develop, you know, develop a reputation in the Knox community. And, again, maybe maybe another part of it was that I was a kid of the 80s, and, I mean, I, I do have a particular taste for Eastern European Knox. It's just like a like a niche within a niche, a sub-niche or something, and, uh, like, I think it is because, like, do, being raised during the COLD, raw, you know, like you say, oh, boy, I would think about Berlin and, uh, li- like, all that kind of stuff. I think it was just I watched, I consumed so much of that stuff as a kid, you know, whether it was James Bond or his fiction, the car or uh, Ludlum or, uh, you know, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, my dad was always reading Jack Higgins, so I probably read a few of those books. Um, I don't know. So maybe that's part of it too. And, and okay, so then. Uh, so so you're usually if you're a knock enthusiast, you're like also recording knocks at some point, and you know that can be tricky business because you really have to be respectful of uh, other people in the reality that this is just a, a wacky pastime to have. Uh, and so it takes a lot of setting up, like, uh, unless someone's doing it undercover, which I guess, like, people might say it's not okay, but most of the, this is not a... People are just recording the knocks anyway, like, people that are doing it while they're working. Uh, but the number of jobs, uh, the correspondence of making things being easy to record and people having jobs knocking on doors... Those cur- you know, those are exact opposites on the graphing uh, or inverted, you know, graphs. And so just like I thought about creating, like, Knock Adventures, I emailed this idea to, like, Rick Steves or somebody like that. Uh, and I said, what about a Rick Steves knocking tour? And uh, I think it's just the info email address, so it's probably why they didn't get back to me. Uh, But I kind of wanted to come up with this idea, like, uh, of knock uh, adventures. So it would be two-way. Like, uh, you could, like, record tours, kind of like this podcast, and then people could listen in their headphones and just, like, walk down the street uh, and hear knocks from that street. I mean, again, I emailed, you know, museums and walking tours, and I said, why don't you add some knocks in there? And uh, but so then eventually I came up with this idea of working with, you know, now this is where, and I'll, I'll tell everything to you, I'll front load this so you don't got to worry about it at all. yeah uh, But so when you're really enthusiastic about stuff sometimes, you want to believe, like, uh, uh, you want to believe that the whole world, uh, like, shares your enthusiasm, except when you're a curmudgeon like me and then you don't really care. But when you start to, like, uh, exchange messaging with other knock fans. uh, You're like, holy cow, this is exciting. You know, never thought about anyone saying, you know, was that a left or right knuckle roll? Uh, And uh, was that an an elbow or four, you know, stuff like that talking about it. And, you know, Scoots, I'm kind of more in um, artisanal side, but then it's good to interact with people that understand enamels and paints and door density Cause you could really like, uh, and then I could say, well, how does that make you feel when a knock resonates in your chest? Uh, and they say, no, that one didn't resonate in my chest. Uh, resonated in my upper back, and then it reminded me, you know, that's my kind of that's my that's my knock thing, man. So we we started working with this. I started working with people, uh, and again, you say, scoots, is this imaginary or real? you and your dog listen to Knox recorded on MP3s. I said, no waves, mostly some MP3s, uh, but no, uh, yeah. So I was interacting with people online. Now I'll tell you right up front, it wasn't who I thought it was. Right. Uh, because also making this podcast, uh, sometimes I run, like, uh, I, I get on people's any, you know, I run afoul of people, uh, and there's this group out there, and they're not an official Scrabble group, uh, but because so don't they're not official at all, uh, but they run in that world of, uh, Scrabble and Word Boggle and Word, you know, Word Friends and stuff like that. And as, uh, as I've kind of, um, like, you know, grown in profile, they can some of that group is kind of, uh, this is, again, this is steeped in mystery. I'm just trying to give you the basics. Uh, they, I get on their nerves because they say, well, that's not even a word. Or why Why can't you say mystery bard? It sounds like you're saying Mr. Bard or Mr. Bard. And I say, okay, well, I, mystery bard. Or dearest scooter. They say, is it dearest scooter? That was how it kind of started. And again, my But anyway, so the people that I thought were, so this really is a grand adventure, uh, even grander than me. I mean, talk about an adventure going somewhere, making sure you have permission and then recording Knox. I mean, come on, that's an adventure in its own. You know, I'm surprised like Thor or, or like, uh, Cap- maybe Captain America would probably be into this, uh, evolve the, maybe curse Evans is into Knox. Who knows? Uh, I mean, I could write some knock fiction about him, believe me. Uh, but probably not. But so, I, I was falling under this, uh, uh, the, like, I was sent to an undisclosed city. Uh, not Eastern European, uh, but just, but somewhere adventurous. Oh, holy moly, was I excited. And I was told that, uh, I would uh, like my knocks would be revealed to me, like like in a stage. Like, I was given a flip phone and I had my recorders, uh, and I've kind of been working on my recording knock style to get the most depth, uh, even though I don't ask enough questions. Like, uh, but so I use like a, a digital recorder with built in mics, but it also has two inputs. So then I use a boom. I mean, or a shotgun mic and a uh, like a, a another condenser uh, handheld mic. Uh, so all of those are pointed at the door with a little bit different angles. Like, I got a, a, the I call it the knock one thousand. It's like a tripod with attachments. Uh, don't ask me for pictures of this stuff because it's all you know. This is knock knock enthusiasts only. But so I use that to record, like, four channels of one knock. uh, And I don't do any, you know, because I don't really barely know what I'm doing with compression or equalization. I mean, I'll boost the audio uh, sometimes, you know, or sometimes, like, do one with uh, where I'm doing some noise reduction. But mostly it's just good to have wild knocks. Uh, Again, a book, maybe Chris Evans' Stars in Wild Knocks. So I sent out on this knock tour, In the first place I got, everything went fine. I set it up. I assumed, like, uh, that I had permission. I knocked on the door. It was like a, a, like a row of, uh, like, uh, not townhouse, I guess row houses, uh, what we consider, like, uh, maybe they're called split levels in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, but So I knocked on that door, got the recording. It was a good, it was like a, a deep, uh... It looked from the street like a black door, but it was a deep, deep navy blue door uh, with multiple layers of paint. Uh it seemed to be hollow, but it was a it was a good knock. It was a good knock to start the night. Then I went to the next location, like a few blocks away, and we're just out of the city center. And then suddenly, you know, I don't I, I don't have any spidey sense, but I started to think like uh something strange here, right? Uh, I don't know what it was. Uh, and so I said, let me scout out my knock, my next location of knocking. And I guess one benefit of me, especially when some other, uh, group is, uh, kind of like, uh, probably having fun on my behalf is that I walk very, very fast. Uh, incredibly fast. Uh, and so, anyone estimating the times of my arrival, even if they were like putting, okay, he's probably pretty fast. I mean, now I just outed myself, but like, uh, like, so this group had not researched my walking speed or my ability to navigate. Like, usually I either navigate seamlessly or, you know, not well. So, I was at the second location early and it kind of took a, like a off, uh, off to the side spot to just kind of get a look at the door, I was still in the bit of the zone, but it was also like even though this was set up, I was saying, what if someone's home and then it's or it's the wrong door and so I stood out there and then I saw someone come come to the door uh, and look around like up and down the street looking for me probably me and my recording equipment and uh you know my happy go lucky knock loving innocence, uh, you know, oozing that out, uh, and then someone opened the door and they said, the person opened the door, said to the person, and I was close enough. Oh, oh I had my recording equipment on too. That's right. It's thought about that. Like, like, like I was in one of these, like, uh, like I was really in an Eastern European knock story. But so I had the mic, the, the shotgun mic, uh, I had one of the mics pointed that way, and, uh, I heard the person open the door. They said, karch, karch, they said. And the person that had knocked on the door said, karai. And then they kind of made some secret handshake, and they went in. And I said to myself, karch karai, that sounds so familiar, and, uh, at first, I didn't realize. Uh, I said, "Well, it sounds mysterious." I mean, it, it, like it didn't take me long because I played like a bunch of video games. But that was like a famous uh, beach volleyball player. But it has like a like an alliteration and resonance uh, that goes way beyond Macarischkarai, you know, especially when it was used as a secret code, like in that situation. And I said, "Well, this is interesting. This is interesting because." Uh, yeah, I said, what, what am I, like, what am I into? And I said, well, maybe they're, I said, okay, like, first of all, play, play, you know, you, you they were already acting like you were, what is that word? Like Marty McFly, gullible, so, or Mick, George McFly. So I said, keep pretending like you're gullible, Scoots. And I said, well, this is some sort of, uh. Like Karch Karai, my brain, you know, supercomputer that lives, uh, like, maybe not in my brain, but uh, sometimes my brain has access to it. Started running Karch Karai based algorithms. And so I set up on the sidewalk, I set up my recording equipment. You know, it's dressed nice. So if somebody, anybody ever, any stop to say, oh, I'm just collecting some audio, uh, I'm a podcaster just collecting some audio sounds uh, of someone knocking on this door. That's what I've met. I go with the real story, you know, except for the knock enthusiast part. So I set up my equipment and I got ready in case they were watching me. And then I acted like I changed my mind and I brought my equipment closer to the door. And I lowered my levels because usually I said, okay, that would be at a distance. Uh, but maybe I want to get out and I acted like I was really, but it really I was just like thinking, should I do this? What am I doing? And I had everything set up. Uh, and this door was like ruby colored. Holy cow. And so it was an enticing door to be knocked anyway. And I said, this is going to be interesting. But I still didn't know. Uh, what to do next. I was like, wait a second. Uh, and I started to go through, uh, like, okay, Karch Karai sounds like some sort of, like, secret society, clearly. And then I said, well, who's, like, which secret societies are, like, am I not on their good list currently at the top of their not-good list? I said, okay, that Scrabble Boggle, uh, those word people, and I said, I'm pretty sure I associated karch, not karch Karai the Karchkarai, but uh, I said got I gotta think I get a feeling and then I reached into my pocket and I, you know just for reassurance I had my uh, Carol King the iPod uh, that I have uh, that has uh, a spiritual connection to Carol King. And that I can turn to in times of need. So I hit shuffle on that, and uh, a door song came up. And I said, "Okay, clearly Carol King knows I'm, I'm I'm in need of things." Uh, Alabama song, whiskey bar. And I said, "I'm never like the odds of uh, a door song coming up uh, when I'm about to knock on a door." I said, "Okay, okay, so I'm I'm in good shape. Uh, just knock on the door." And then I knocked on the door and I forgot to hit record because uh, I was over there I said, okay, let me go back and record it. Uh, and then I knocked on the door again and then I said, okay, and I got the recording, but then I stood there and I thought of something, and this is a little bit complicated, so I won't explain how I did it, but I started a live stream of my knocks, uh, which again, this technology only was existing at that moment in time. It ended up, it didn't. It was only possible that one night, uh, and I said, okay, turnabout is fair play. Cause then my, my phone buzzed with a third location. Uh, and I said, like, I'm not going, like, like, when like, uh, actually I checked Carol King, I checked my iPod, and teenage fan club, uh, I don't care came up and I said, okay, cause originally I was doing a knock stream just to, for, uh, anybody out there like uh, wanted to stream my knocks uh but also i was like uh just in case i don't know what these like word word, word fans are up to but i said okay i'm developing a plan A turn about his fair play plan so then i knocked again uh and not, no one answered of course uh uh and then i waited a few minutes and knocked again this is like one of my classic routines uh to to uh used to get interest in, like, uh... used to kind of be a little bit irritating, but in a sense of, like, uh... utter ignorance. And then... I I said, okay. And then I, like, got, got a URL for the live stream of the Knox, and I texted it back to the person that texted me. And then I put, I don't care. Uh... And then I knocked on the door one more time, and I said, Karch Karai, right through the door. And, oh, boy, did this door, uh, to say it had a resonance would be, like it had a resonance for the residents of the home, but, I mean, it clearly was being rented out or something. And then I hit my shuffle on my iPod, and Space Buddies 4 from the Phenomenots came up, uh, because I said, "Well, where am I going to go? Like, I'm going to lead them. I'm going to lead them on a Carol King and Shuffle iPod-inspired uh, goose chase." Uh, so then I said, "Space Buddies 4, uh, and then I kind of pulled out an, yet another device. Uh, I was over uh, and I Googled Space Buddies, and it just happened to be that there was a Space Buddies arcade. And I said, okay, like, let's see how swift these, uh, these kurch Karai, kurch Karai Club is, uh, so I headed to the arcade, I went down the alley to the back door, because the front door it was, like, glass, and it was busy, but they had a back door, and I set up my recording equipment, uh. And I said, well, I might knock and someone might say, like, what do you want? Uh, but I said, And it was a metal door, kind of a green, uh, like a steely forced green uh, with dents and dirts. And it was a Space Buddies arcade. And so I set up my equipment and I said, I took a few breaths and I knocked uh, and no one answered. And so then I waited uh, to kind of see, like, uh, if I would get another text uh, or you know what the uh, carterize, because uh, I said, well, this wouldn't be a very good goose chase if uh, they don't know where I am. And I said, even a hardcore knock enthusiast would have trouble uh, pinpointing where. I am. But I said, oh, they did give me the phone, uh, so I said, okay, like uh, they they must know where I am. Yeah, but I didn't really have any other plans, so I shuffled my phone again, and uh, Duran Duran "Girls on Film" came up, uh, and I said, "Carol King, what go- you know? What kind of mystery are you bringing me on? A mystery?" And they said, "What is this Duran Duran song even about? Because it doesn't sound like a." Uh, and I, 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 I said, "What does she want?" Because uh, like, I was like, "What do I even Google?" Because I was like uh, not comfortable googling the title of the song. And I said, "Duran Duran." Uh, and then I r- realized, uh, after some like kind of uh, back- backwards thinking, uh, uh, that uh, Roberto Duran. I uh, happened to be running a, uh, like a, like a, like a, it was for all young kids of uh, any identities, but uh, uh, like a, uh, like a self esteem, like a evening self esteem class, like f- with physical fitness. And I said, okay, like that, like uh, that's, uh, I said, that must be where you want me to go, Carol King. And so we had it there. Yeah, uh, I mean, not me and my like uh, recording equipment in the spirit of Carol King and my four thousand devices, and I set up there, and I knocked on the door uh, because it did actually have a door uh, because they said like uh, I guess because it was evening and there was a breeze and uh, everybody was learning, you know, like uh, I don't know whatever the class was in there. But the class was over, so I knocked on that door. So it was one with like a little window, also a metal door, hollow, uh, kind of a slate gray. Uh, but then it had a mural on it of Roberto Duran uh, with a bunch of kids around it. Uh, and I knocked on the door. Who I saw was Roberto Duran, I guess, because when I knocked on the door and I got it recorded, I had it streamed. Uh Roberta Duran opened the door. She said, can I help you? And I said, quite possibly you can. And she said, what's the recording equipment? And I said, well, it's tough to explain. And she said, try me. And I said, okay, well... I said, would you believe uh, that I'm recording people like knocking on doors? Uh, and she said, well, you just knocked on my door. Did you record it? I said, yeah. And she said, can I listen back to it? And I said, you can, but I'm also live streaming it. But don't worry, our conversation is not being recorded. I hit mute. Uh, and so I played for her. Uh, the, um, I had to rewind. I scrubbed back in a live stream I had going and she listened to it, and she said, huh? and I, I said, it's a great door, by the way, a beautiful door. And she said, you look a little, uh, like, uh, like uh, off-put. And I said, well, I'm here in town. And she said, why don't you come in? I said, no, no, we got to keep moving. And she said, we? And I said, uh, does the word karch karai mean anything to you? And her face went uh, like uh, like there's no denying she knew exactly what it was, and uh, so I said let's go talk because uh, I said they're they're like they're on their way here probably. And she said, "How?" And I said, "Well, I'm creating a giant goose chase and uh, led by a Carol King infused iPod." And she said, were you really recording Nox? And I go, yeah, I'm a knock enthusiast. It's another long story we don't have time for because I need to hear your story. And so we went to a cafe, and she told me a tale, which was pretty convoluted, But uh, that they run classes in uh, self-esteem, you know, anything, martial art-based classes and and beyond, uh, for anyone uh, interested in it, especially groups. And they also do a bunch of, like, uh, very involved in this community. Uh, and so even at, at the holidays and other times of the year, they're doing things for the youth uh, as part of their youth programs uh, because STEAM is more than just physical fitness. It's one of their uh And so they're big into board games. And so they were doing this class for this group, uh, and she said at the time, uh, they'd gotten all these donations of board games, and they happened to have it in the dojo side. And part of the dojo side was set up with all these board games on tables. And she said this was a mysterious group that hired them, but that's, you know, a lot of times, uh, it's like she, she said, it was kind of like uh, people that could have u- like, used the training, but she said, she said that it never kind of sat right with her. There's something about the group that was uh, ominous. Uh, and she said that like, this was after they'd been doing a few weeks of classes, and she was already like, uh, okay, I'm not sure about this group uh, of people. And then she said she got a call, and she had to go into the back uh, to look up some numbers uh, or something and it ended up being a longer call than she expected. And then she heard all this commotion. And she said it sounded like rattling uh, game pieces. And she said, you, you know, I went in. She goes, you know, another thing we do is to, like, uh, take it one step at a time. Take it slow. Don't just bound into action. And so she said she kind of slipped her way towards the dojo, but didn't just burst in because it was a commotion. And she said, when she looked in, it, she said, again, these were grown adults all over 30 years old. And, uh, she said that they had taken all of the games, uh, the word-based games, Scrabble, Boggle, you know, Word, Word, Wordworths, uh, with all the other great board games. And, uh, she said they had set them up on, like, where people would, where you would chop, uh. Like like oh concrete blocks that you would then try to chop wood in half you know she said that's kind of like a part of everybody wants to do that uh, chop the boards in half and she said they were chopping the games in half uh, and she goes when they did it they would say Karch karai like as they were chopping they would say karai and uh, she said she like was upset because they were for donating to youth uh, so she went in there. And, uh, you know, they had to work out a payment plan and she said, never again will you ever come to this class. uh never want to see you, not in any dojo in town either, for any, any of martial arts, mixed martial arts, arts and crafts and nothing, not one of you. And she said they slunk off and she goes and never, that was uh, eight years ago and she goes tonight, uh. This very night. And I said, Well, it's, that's ominous too, probably. And I said, Maybe it's not an accident we met. And she goes, It wasn't. You said Carol King infused iPod brought you there. And I said, Yeah, they're, they're planning something tonight. Uh, I don't know what it is. I thought it was just to, to embarrass me because I love Knox and recording Knox and I'm streaming it live on the internet. Uh, and she goes, well, that's embarrassing enough, isn't it? And I said, uh, right, but they wanted to really, like, uh, huh. And she said, no, but they're probably up to something else. You're right. And I'd forgotten that I had the phone on me and that they would easily be able to find us. Uh, and so I hit my iPod, uh, for my next move and Gypsy Kings Amore more came up, uh, and I said a more a more from the Gypsy Kings. I started playing actually and she said uh she goes, I know where to go, and we headed at we rushed off uh and we rushed off to this town square and uh the town square actually had a doorway, an entryway to it, uh and uh it was uh it was uh, like uh, it was a door that was closed, uh, and uh, like but beyond it was like the night, like like night lights hanging or whatever you call them, uh, market lights I think they call them, and music was playing, and she said, "Go ahead and knock on the door." So uh, I knocked on. It was more of a gate than it was a door, I guess. Uh, a doorway. And open to this plaza, papel picado, lights, uh, dancing, and uh, just enough distraction, you know, that we could get lost in the crowd. So then the two of us started dancing. And she said, what's next? And I said, I guess we uh, sp- spring our, uh, like, and a lot of people knew her because she was a member, beloved member of this community. And I said, you uh, get some dancers ready and coordinate something, uh, because maybe they don't know that we're together yet, uh, and I'll just play myself, uh, and, uh, she said, okay, I guess, and, uh, they said, any particular music you'd like, and I hit Carol King, and, uh, I said, yeah, this, I think this is Romanian, uh, I don't know where I got it from, uh, but it's by Pinky, it's Karina, K- Korn, K- I said, uh, it's featuring Smiley, uh, I don't know, it might be Czechoslovakian, and, uh, they said, why don't you just mutter that to yourself then while you wait for them to surprise you, uh, yeah, that sounds like, and I said, okay, and they said, we'll get ready, so then I get back by the door, and I set up my recording equipment, and, uh, I was, like, pretending to, like, I was, like, going to get the door knocking on the door from both sides. Uh, so I had the door open, and I was getting everything ready. And then I saw some cars, like, pull into a par- nearby parking lot really fast, and I said, that must be the Kurtz-Karai team. And then uh, they uh, they pulled in, and then they tried to act casual getting out of the car and I acted like I was so engrossed, uh, in what I was doing, uh, that, uh, I, I didn't even notice them, uh, even though that must, I don't know, they must've been, uh, but they kind of like wandered in cause there was only the other side of the square was not, uh, blocked, uh, even though there's a doorway on one side and there was like a fence around it. So they wandered into the other side of the square and kind of filtered in and because, uh, 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 Roberta. they didn't see Roberta, so, like, again, I was setting things up, uh, and uh, then, like, uh, I noticed them talking to, like, the, whoever was the DJ, and they saw him pull out a giant stack of money and hand it to the DJ, and then one of them had the mic, uh, who looked like the ringleader. It was the one who, got, like, uh, answered the door, and... Uh, I said, this is This is going to be some sort of speech, uh, situation. And then I hit thing and Carol King, I said, Carol King, uh, and it, Mary Chapin Carpenter can't take love for granted came up. And I said, well, I'm here because I love Knox. Uh, these people are here cause they love dancing. And, uh, maybe this is all going to work out just fine. And then they gathered on the dance floor, but they didn't realize that Roberta had organized the dancers who formed a, like a dance, uh, square. So they were in front of the DJ and there was a square of dancers around them looking like they're just there to play, pay attention. And they started like the guy, the, the guy who wanted, he like started to make this long speech. There was feedback, uh, and he said, sorry to interrupt your dancing. He actually had a vague, uh, what I thought was a vague spy accent. Uh, and went on and on about, uh, you know, the sanctity of words and language and communication. And actually someone, even in the audience, was like, boring and eventually, like, I just said, okay, let's cut to the chase. So I walk out to the center of the square, a.k.a. the dance floor. And I said, I think I know why you're here. And uh, I said, why? And I said, Karch Karai. And uh, and then uh, Roberta Duran, she did a flip tumble and then, like, a, a move and said, Karch Karai. And then they were all like shook. They said, "What uh? yeah, But she wasn't. She was just doing it like more like stylistically. And I said, to the, "I said I'll take that mic." Uh, and I, just, I said, "You know, I don't know the words of the song. Can't take love for granted, but I do know something about life." Uh, and I made a super long, boring speech, uh, but it was basically explaining to them. They, they, I love knocks. They love words, uh, and sure I could go through life, uh, listening to how people knock on doors or listening to how other, you know, telling, uh, they say, well, what do you a knock knock? Uh, you're a knock amateur. You're not a knock into, have you ever knocked on a door before? And I know there's people out there that do that to say, you know, if you want to get somewhere in life, you got to knock on the door with authority. And I said, uh, and some people do and some people don't. Uh, some people knock in a door like a mouse and maybe that's how you know and that's okay too. And it's okay that you love so words so much I get on your nerves uh, perfectly understandable. I said if I had a laundry list of uh, the people that, whose nerves I got I actually do like uh, I said it would be pretty long, believe me. And I said, these people are here because they love flamenco dancing. And Roberta Duran's here because she loves uh, teaching children uh, self-esteem uh, through martial arts and martial arts-related activities, as well as many other activities meant to build children's self-esteem, including board games, which uh, for some bizarre reason. And they said, well, we just got carried away. And then they made it a genuine apology to Roberta Duran they said, we just got carried away. We didn't mean to break the games. Well, we did. We just, uh, we, it just was so much fun. The, the Scrabble top. we're usually so serious with our gameplay and wordplay. We just, uh, that was our chance. To, it was like a reverse of self-esteem. You gave us so much self-esteem, we let our guards down. And then the, the music started to play. We realized we all spoke, uh, a different version of the same language. Love, uh, I loved Knox, uh, they loved words so much they loathed me. Uh, yeah, well, I guess I said it in my speech and then we like danced, uh, we danced the whole night away and then we like actually came up with a new joint, uh, thing because he said, well, so do you that, uh, he said, tell me about your plan to, uh, and they said, "Well, we were just gonna, um, like have you knock on some doors till you relax, and then knock on doors where people were home, and they would have, uh, you know, do 'Don't knock on my door.'" And I said, "Oh, you tri- you mapped out the grouchiest people in this area?" And they said, "Yeah." They said, "People have done that to me before, yeah, you know." So, uh, but I said, "How many uh, vacant doors do you still have access to?" And they said, uh, "Eight." And I said, I have a little game we could play, since we know no one will be bothered. And I said, Roberta, do you still have those Please tell me you don't have those game boards. They chopped in half, all karate chopped in half. And she said, I do, because you can never have enough scrabble tiles when you're helping kids. You can never have enough boggle letters. And I said, no wonder you teach self-esteem. Uh, you ooze esteem. In intelligence, and she said, uh, by the way, I'm in the committee. And I said, no, 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 I'm just complimenting you in a platonic way. And I said, sigh. uh, uh, So then we got together, and we went on this tour where instead of knocking on the door, we would throw boggle pieces and scramble tiles at the door, and I recorded it. uh, And it sounded pretty darn good. And it's pretty pleasurable. And then I gave all of them copies, and I made them swear. And um, they said, "What? what's with Karch Karai? And they said something to me about double. I said, well, that's a proper noun. And then they explained it to me again, and I said, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then I said, sorry about that, and I still sent them the um mp3s and waves so i don't know if they're annoyed with me again or not but that was like an adventure i had uh because of my love of knox uh, good night